Hello, Fitbit listeners. Uh, your lovely host, Ben Lomas, here speaking. Now, I'm not sure if you're listening to us while you're doing exercise or on your way to work or on your way to the home office. Um, but I just wanted to uh, put a, well, not a little warning. We usually do a warning at the start. If I was going to say what the warning would be in this situation is uh, is uh, laughter. Um, I had an absolute pleasure editing uh, this podcast. We had some quite uh, uh, some some annoying technical issues, but we got through them, and in the end, we've uh, created this uh, really, really uh, special uh, episode. Uh, our guest is uh, Bev Killick, and she doesn't do many podcasts, <laughs> um, and uh, and she's new to the medium, and and I think that's why we enjoyed well, why I enjoyed editing it as much as I enjoyed being part of it. So uh, she's a unique character. Enjoy the laugh. Uh, enjoy the episode and um, yeah and just a shout out I guess while I'm here uh, thank you for all your support both personally but also just supporting the podcast we can't thank you enough everyone for people who listen on a weekly basis and comment uh, to the people who you know even jumped over to Patreon which uh, really helps us out so if you, if, if you don't feel like heading to Patreon what we do love uh, which always helps with us uh uh, in the podcast ratings, if you could just leave a little review, tell us what you like about the pod, and uh, yeah, a little, little little rating always helps us. But again, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, it's uh, nice to to actually um, have a heart to heart right now. But anyway, enough about me. Here is the app. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas and I am turning things around. Yes, I'm in the hot spot. And when I say hot spot, I don't mean COVID. I mean, I am hot like a spot. Again, nailed the introduction <laughs> as I always do. But another person who is hot to spot down the street, the one only Dilruk Josinger. Hot to spot down the street. This is true. I am very uh, spotable on the street. Uh, because You're a celebrity. You're a celebrity. People see you and go, that is the Logie winner. That's what they see. You know what? I would have downplayed this if it didn't happen literally an hour ago. Yes! <laughs> it's Great. so like, it, it happens maybe once every six months and you literally caught me on one of those days Bang. about six months. Hey, uh, Ben, hi. Uh, nice to speak to you. Uh, we have a wonderful guest and I love it because uh, our guests saw the transition between admin Ben trying to figure out if this recording's working and he switched it on to on the mic Ben Lomas and she started mm-hmm. cackling. Uh, very excited to have this guest, uh, legend of the comedy scene, um, and a hilarious comedian and actress, a good friend of ours. Please welcome to Fitbit, Beth Kelly! We've lost oh, it. Oh, there, oh, there, there she is. There she is. There she is. Yeah, there you are. We thought it was just the intro. We heard your voice and then she was gone straight away. How gone. are you, gone. I'm great. Thanks, Dill. Hi, Ben. This is a whole new world for me. Thanks for yeah. talking me through how to do this. I know. It's great. We can see uh, it, your, your face, which is good. So we can see all of you. And I haven't seen you in a very long time. Given, and, uh, given that Bev's a nudist, I'm glad we can't see all of her. We yes, just see yes, her. Yes, yes. <laughs> all of me. It's you can her. see all of me. <laughs> we, we don't have rights for this shit, Beverly. Yeah, we can't sing on this stuff. <laughs> you can swear. No, it was only a few all, seconds. You can say all kinds of shit, but you can't sing. I think we get, we get sued. But um, 
mate, you've got uh, uh, you. How has your? We have to always kick it off. I think with lockdown, we try to avoid talking about it, but we have to. How have you been as a as a touring comic? Yeah. Uh, a someone, uh, you know, we've worked together on the cruise ships. In fact, uh, one of the reasons yeah. I uh, am able to do the cruise ships is because you vouched for me and you you uh, spoke to the booker to go and check out this new dickhead called Dilruk to go have a look at him. And yeah, uh, so a lot of my cruise ship work. <laughs> starts with you how have you been going Beverly well you know um, no work really um mm. but you know you know how much I tour and I mean I've toured mm. with you as well Ben yeah um and I haven't been home this long in 20 years yeah. 20 years yeah. can you imagine that's incredible 20 yeah. so I've been home now for 110 days yeah 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 and I'm my plants are all alive. <laughs> all alive. I'm I'm baking muffins for fuck's sake. Yeah. 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 Oh man. I'm supposed to be this, you know, wine drinking, ciggy smoking, swearing kind of type woman. In your own words, you're a crummy mummy. I am a crummy mummy, but I'm actually becoming a really fucking good mummy and it's ruining my <laughs> reputation. It's so off brand. <laughs> well, the, cr- the the crumbs are still there. Just the the crumbs are everywhere. You you making muffins? Crumbs now. Yeah, muffin crumbs. Hey Ben, I um I've got uh, Angus Gill staying with me at the moment. We're we're doing a comedy album together. Of course you are. If, if I think of Bev, I think of Angus together. What a beautiful combination. Ah, uh, but your name came up. I've been telling him all sorts of stories, right? Because he he can't believe the amount of shit that I've got in this small apartment. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I was telling him the story. We were staying, Dill, this is fabulous, right? So we're staying at the sit-down comedy club apartment that they put you up mm. in. Yeah. Mm. And every now and then I'll stay with a male, but they always say, are you okay with that? Right? And yeah. because I knew it was Ben, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fine with that. It's really unfair is that the bookers never ask us, the males going, hey, you're going to be staying with Bev. Are you okay with that? <laughs> <laughs> How many knows do you reckon they get? <laughs> <laughs> so you were staying in so Sedan and it was really hot. And Ben, yeah. we've, we've, it's so bloody hot. You know what Brisbane's like? It was brutal. Mm. Brutal. So, so, so tell us some of, the, some of the ingenious ideas that we came up to invent air conditioning. Well, there was amazing ideas. We tried to do the towel in front of the fan, uh, like you do with uh, with baby cots. Uh, that was one. Uh, we tried to open up windows to be able to allow hot air to go up high windows and allow cool air to go through low windows. I'll take credit for that one. Um, uh, but then you also didn't want to allow the sp- jocks. Yeah, run around. Uh, there was there was that. Uh, I, I let, let's just rephrase that. You ran around in your jogs. I tried uh, to uh, not look uh, at you, but uh, you pranced around enough that it was hard not to. And it was not just me looking. It was also the 20,000 spiders uh, that decided to congregate outside on the porch where it wasn't one. It was just thousands of these monstrous spiders just looking in. And uh, and what? Because I... Re- Every night. Yes, every night, and 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 
And but but also we've got to understand is this was and I remember this time very 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 vividly. This was December 2017, and that is a very very important date. Very significant on, on, on September. September uh, I was. Yeah. 17, no, September, uh, so we're there for the uh, 4th, and on by September the uh, 15th beforehand, I'd quit drinking. And I had to then share an apartment with one lady who can sink down a Sauvignon Blanc quicker than anyone else I know, and I couldn't join in. Like tap water. Oh, it was, it was, it was amazing. And then... But not only that... It was the crossroads in your life. Yes. You decided to become a minimalist. Yes, yes, that's right. I didn't realise. Yes. So I'd gone and found this op shop where you get a bag of op shop stuff for 10 bucks. Ten so bucks. I've come home with all this shit. You're like the, all the, around the lounge room and you are Antithesis of mind. Marie Kondo. Yes. You're I'm, the opposite I'm, of Marie Kondo. And I was in the middle of that Tao, like a, a Tao. I just called Dill my son. Whoo! And we've lost Bev. She's I'm, gone. I'm and she's back. She laughed so hard she fell back in the bed. I just called Dill my son. That is that has not happened in the two years we've been doing this. Wow. That has not happened at all. Anyway, I was in the middle of Marie Kondo. And so Bev goes out shopping. Now let's just paint the picture. It is hot. We have to wait around all day. We can't really do much because it's so hot. So Bev goes out to an op shop and then comes back and, sorry for my impression of you, Bev, but you're like, oh, you won't believe what I fucking got. I got a five-bag bag, like garbage bag of, 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 of shoes and shit and I'm going to sell this and I'm going to become a fucking millionaire. Anyway, who wants a glass of wine? You were Nelly having a breakdown. Yes, yes. you had to explain to me. I'm going... Wouldn't your daughter love this little dress, Ben? Oh, your daughter would look great in this little dress. You, uh, in saying that, Bev, you did give me you, you give you did give me a couple of uh, uh, dresses and a top, and then she did she did love them. I, I got to take credit where credit's due. She she did love them, but do you remember what you started to do? Like you didn't even give me a choice in the matter. You started selling stuff on Gumtree, but you needed people to hold stuff up. And there was only one other person in that apartment, and I had no excuse to leave. So, because we, I found a Humphrey B bear, yes, and it had a drawstring, right? Yes. But then we feel well, Humphrey doesn't fucking talk, so. And you, and you, what, you, what, 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 sorry, keep me out of this conversation. No, no, I'm no. loving it. It's hard to jump. No, 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 no. Please keep going. But there's this beautiful moment, man, which just cracks me up. Is also, you like you like to get your antique road show on. And look, there's a lot of listeners out there. I love antiques road show, and most people do. And the reason why they do is they just like to see one of two things: one, where the person has something really valuable and they had it for many years, and you know it can be anything, and it's worth a million bucks. Or they have something they've kept on for so long and they realise it's still as worthless as it was a hundred years ago. Right? <laughs> there two, two reasons why, why people love rub doing it. But my favourite was then your thought process because you, you, you get the Humphrey V there. You're like, this thing, I'll tell you what, this thing is worth 250 bucks right down the middle. I'm telling you now, I have just cracked the case. And I'm like, oh, I, bet, I, I, I guarantee you. I was like, and we had this slight argument about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I think it's 
I think it's worth a worth a bit. And you're like, nah, it could be worth more than 250. You know we can Google that right now. You know we can actually Google the price. Now it came in at a $45. So either way, a win's a win, right? A win's a win. But then the fact that you then made me hold it against my will to then take a photo of it and put me on Gumtree and like pick Humphrey. People didn't know if it was me or the bear. Yeah, both bears, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the end of the day, really, guys, we've had some classic moments, really, haven't we? But, well, this is what... You, sorry, go ahead, Ben. But no, just to finish, just to, to bring it to an end, is I said that if I could make it, sharing an apartment with Bev Killick at top, top form, you know, you nailed it at every gig that night. We had a great run together. We weren't like, you know, we put on some great shows and there was that one horrible show where you you just took everyone down and then it was a great week and I was like, if I can make it through not having a sip, wow, the rest will be easy. And you know what? It has been. So thank you. Seriously, that was the best week. And sometimes it really does depend on who you're with, doesn't it? It does. You know, and you, you can, just like in it together and it's about your show together. Yeah. You know it's I mean? like for you, Ben, it's like, uh, like instead of a baptism by fire, it was a baptism by fire. <laughs> <laughs> and I've yeah. never forgotten that shit that we did together. Dill, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, oh, see? so and, many, um, so many. And that was, well, that was back like, in my drinking days kept. when... When we when we went on the ship, my first ever ship, oh. we were there, and it was back in my drinking days, and we took over that. Uh, oh yeah, Because you took off after that. You went. I just went okay to all my crew, you know, buddies. Mm. You got to look after my mate Dill, and they went, "Yep, okay." They took it very seriously. Yeah. They went, yeah. "Yep, all right, we've got him." Getting drunk with security guards off the ship is a weird ship, feeling. And you were like, "Yeah," and like, "How are we going to crack this bet?" And I just, I just went. You know what? Because it was that pub sort of uh, feeling, wasn't it? On the, on the, on the yeah, first ever the gig area. I did. Yeah, on a, on the dawn, it was on the top, sort of that nightclub. It was the nightclub, yeah. and it was hackers. It was hectic, and uh, hectic. And I and Everyone's I reckon talking. in a forty-minute set, if I'm being realistic, I had them for twenty-five, and I lost them for fifteen. <laughs> so I was I going around <laughs> barking at them. I took Time it as a win. I took it as a win. I was a relatively new comic, and it was a, it was a tough task. I won't I lie. I know. But uh, but it was good though because I, I held my own. Oh yeah, some guy yelled out racist something. What did he say? Oh, he said I can't see you. Oh yeah, you're too dark. I can't see you. Oh, oh my, my lord. God. That Bev, I, that he said that before I even hit the microphone. That's how rough this gig was. I forgot about that. <laughs> That's oh, so bad. That's incredible. And I've had I to just go kill them all like this. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, see, I love, I love, I miss the ship so much. I love them. Uh, everyone even uh, like, you know, it's something that I, I actually had like, I think two or three that I'd been booked in and got canceled because of COVID. So for me, I think having that experience at the start was a good little rattling of the cage, you know? And then since then, yes. it's been, it's been um, you know, very calm waters to be uh, to be honest yeah. but Bev, i want to talk we 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 circling back to what you were saying about the muffins and 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 the, that you're off brand because uh how has it been yeah. in terms of that because 
something that a lot of my friends uh, who have gone into lockdown are struggling with is um, they've started drinking a lot more than they ever did because all of a sudden they're just at home the whole time. They, some of them are not working or not. How are oh, you tracking? You're, you're having, is that a glass of water? <laughs> what was no, that? No, it's wine. <laughs> but I'm, I'm actually drinking. I'm drinking less and I find oh, that right. I'm, I'm less naughty. I'm less naughty at home drinking. Oh, how come? When I'm out, because I'm, I'm, if I, oh, you know what I'm like. If I, if there's bright lights and music, I'm fucking away. I'm like, right, party mode. Right, 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 right. So I'm right. missing that. I'm it's missing like giving dancing a and partying. It's like, it's like a gremlin getting water after midnight. It's just you like, oh, there's lights, there's That's wine. Right. Let's fucking microwave a cat. Yeah. Like that kind of violence. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, but, you've seen me in action. At, so, during comedy festival, I'm just like, come on, where's the party? Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. I suppose that's come down a notch, you know. And, and I'm not this out is every a, night. And something you said as well, like it's been 20 years since you've been this at home this long. And I think a lot of listeners of ours who might not know, know. your origin, like so when you started so performing stand-up, Yes. Yeah. Right. And how old was your son when you first started doing stand up? Didn't you have to like uh, your you had a your your son Abel? He was at gigs with you when he was a baby, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. I was single, yeah. Um, he was only eight, and um, yeah. I really wanted to be a stand up. Yeah, and I think people are not ever going to stop me, and a lot of women yeah. look to me for that. You know, it's like, how did you do it? And I'm just like. You just got to want it. And I think I've had this discussion with you too, Dill. It's like you will find a way, you know, and when you're true to yourself, you find a way. So I used to bring him to the gigs with me, mm. right? So I'd take him on the tram in a sleeping yeah. bag and then I'd put him under the pool table because you can't kick someone under a pool table. No, <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other comedians would look after him. And I thought that was really good for him because he was seeing his mum do what to do and that's important be able to so, what your life goals are and what your happiness is you know oh yeah great okay so no so you were saying no no uh, um look when it comes to um mental health i mean which is a big part of being a comedian it really mm. is yes mm. and i mean you know we've done roadshow together dill and we just you know that whole you come down and ben you know you, you you've been through this you come down from the gig and then you have a drink with your mates and then that winds up into let's get another bottle or 15 and then you're drunk and then the next day you arrive with a hangover and it all just goes like that, right? Mm. And I just got to the stage was like, I can't do this every night. I just can't. Um, I've got family members in my life that I have to look after, um, that I'm a spokesperson for and I have to be a carer uh, with, that have mental health illnesses or issues and I just thought if I keep going like this I'm not going to be able to do my part right so I made a decision around six months ago to just get my shit together and um, I've been going to a counsellor and all that sort of stuff and just being able to deal with my emotions as they arise without having to hit a uh, substance Wow. Ben and I talk a lot about mental health and uh, the benefits we've had yeah. from 
council council on this podcast in particular uh, and how it has sort of trickled down to you know whether it's fitness or whether it's health uh, whether it's drinking whether it's smoking it all sort of starts with that brain yeah and so, so these six months for you have you uh, yourself witnessed the positives of uh, seeking counsel absolutely and i found other creative avenues which is really interesting to me because i was always really good at art as a kid uh -huh. I was always uh, making, um, you know, pottery stuff or painting or collage or got a whole art box that's full of canvases and uh, all sorts of works. I keep creating all these works to the point where just up the road from me on Carlisle Street, there's a new gallery happening and my hairdresser oh, yeah? introduced me to this guy. And they're going to put some of my works in their gallery. Oh, wow. And That's this exciting. Is my Rona. My Rona art. My Rona yeah, art. Right. And so... Uh, but it's been happening to a lot of comedians. Yeah. That's incredible. And so what uh, What? What type it's of art? really what... nondescript. Oh, okay. It's like abstract? I'll, yeah, abstract. I'll send you through a few photos, but I've got like... um. Um, I've got one that's called Zero Fucks. And okay. it's all this different script of Zero Fucks on pegs. And then I've thrown concrete and glue in the background. And I couldn't find an exclamation point. I found a prawn. A prawn for an exclamation <laughs> point. So it's called Zero Fucks with a prawn. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on the bed again. She's falling. This is what I'm loving about this because this is the most sort of uh, versatile camera action we've had. Obviously, the listeners can't see it, but it's like because you're using your phone, every time you fall back, we get a full like 180 of your room. 180. And then also, I just love it a little bit of Alvino drinking in the bedroom, taking it easy. Why not? I love it. <laughs> there she goes. And look, that. It's a Mandy Nolan. Oh, I love Mandy Nolan. Oh, wow. That is a Mandy Nolan. Beautiful. Hey, something else as well that I want to chat to you about. Ben, I think it's very... Hold on, Ben. Where are you? So I'm currently... Uh, He's in a Swedish sauna. Uh, wow. Bev. Wishes. Bev, I wish. Something you may or may not know about me, but I am obsessed with saunas. And I did my first cruise ship where I didn't discover till day two that you could get a day uh, at like a like a like a pass to the spa, a day pass. So I spent pretty much most of the time in the sauna, sweating. It was amazing. Like I absolutely loved it. But um, the perks, the perks of the of the of the cruise ship life. But uh, Dill, you had another question. Well, well I, I took I, Dill to. Um the actual officer's mess. The oh, yeah. When, when, you know, and this was just before you went on a diet, do you remember? Man, it, I've it been on like a lot a, of different diets. Like two but... weeks before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But this particular did. one might have oh, been yeah, well, because you introduced me to the the off the, the the staff eating area, and the staff is yeah. predominantly people from South Asia and Fiji. So a lot of the yeah. cuisine there a is a lot more, yeah, the heaps more curry. And for me, that Fish was heads. the fucking dream because it yeah. was nearly 24 hours, that one, because, you know, there's yeah. the staff there on various shifts, so they have to keep access to food all the time. Whereas the main buffet and whatnot was like had specific hours. The staff yeah. uh, eating area was just whenever you need to get what? some rubbish. 
So I would get up at like, I would be drinking. But I reckon that was only, that was just before you started your health kick. No, not that, no. so well. no, I, I I lost it again after that because I didn't start <laughs> this 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 particular health kick that has been has lasted two two years or two and a half years two now. Years. Two years. That, yeah, that, two that, that, that one. So is, you guys came up with this together. Yeah. So it started off as a bet, Bev, and then expanded into a podcast. Who then sat, sort of created our own little community, which we all share. Uh, pretty much our journey, and uh, and so that's what we really like about it, and that's why it's nice to speak to someone like yourself, who's been in the profession longer than we have, who has had who's had to battle their own demons, they've had to battle their own uh, family issues that you know, and you've come you you've come to a point where, and and this is where I, I I'm actually kind of curious is you've been seeing a counselor for the last six months. Is this the first time you've seen a counselor, or is it the second time, or is this new to you? Way back, way way back, um, I used to go to Al-Anon, which was oh, for oh. for family members who have suffered from um, other, you know, family having alcohol issues. Yeah, and yeah. from that, and I discovered this whole amazing way of counselling called uh, guided imagery. So I went okay. to that for seven years, but I've gone to like you know I, before I started comedy. I don't know if you can imagine it. I was going to yoga four times a week. I was meditating every single day, sometimes twice a day. Going to uh, my uh, uh, guru. Yeah. And, and, uh, and what were their names? Juicing. Chad. Uh, vegetarian. You name it. Then I discovered comedy and I was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's the lifestyle, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. The lifestyle. Late, yeah. The late nights. And I think for like extroverted late people night. like us, that extra attention that we're getting, we want to kind of carry yeah. that. Longer. Yeah. And people buy you drinks. What are you going to say? No. I know. I know. One of my biggest, I reckon one of the biggest reasons I, I got, had a extra alcohol was because when people shouted me free drinks, it was like dream come yeah. true. People are buying you drinks because they're buying you. Shots, shots, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. shots. Always shots. I had to make up things. I used to say, ah, oh, I can't have shots. I'm allergic to shots. Because I would throw up. That was my thing I would say, even though I absolutely love Lord, shots. It's just like. Shots. I know, that's what I used What was the counseling method you said? Was, uh, what was the. Guided imagery. Guided imagery. What is guided imagery? Well, guided imagery is amazing. It's like being in, you go into a hypnotic state uh-huh. and then. Um, she sort of know she sort of delve into more, right? And so she gets me into a place where I'm really fully relaxed, mm. and then she'll just say, "Okay, uh, you're here, you're fa- under your favorite tree, and get you to really relax." And now I want you to uh, see whoever, and what do you really want to say to them in this moment? And so right. you'd start a conversation, and then you'd say something, and where are you now? What are you holding? What's around you? And one of the guided imageries, and this was 25 years ago, I saw an image of myself holding a microphone. Get out of here. And I couldn't figure it out. And I thought maybe it was singing because I've always loved singing. Right? Yeah, right. And um, so we talked more about it. And she said, do you think that you want to be on stage? And I said, I'm not sure. I'm really 
having a fine time in the hospitality industry. I'm not sure. But anyway, so that's, it, it's really is this subconscious sort of bringing up stuff, you know, right um when you're in a in a in a beautiful state where you can just really fully download all your inner stuff does that make yeah. sense yeah 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 you're sort of yeah, tapping like into your subconscious state. yeah and how yeah. old were you when you were yeah. doing this I, I i lost that how old were you at this point oh probably about 20 28 something like yeah, that right right so i right. had no idea i was a stand-up comedian until i was 31 yeah. Yeah. But the other yeah. thing with stand-up too, and that a lot of people don't realise, is the adrenaline that you get and that you have to go through that whole wave, you know, and then you can't sleep for hours. Mm. And then you come down and then you sleep in. And, and when you're on tour, you can't sleep in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there I'm it is. I sweat myself. Oh. I've just done wheeze. <laughs> <laughs> hope there's a tarp on your bed but uh the um but that is such a good point bev you're right like the adrenaline buzz after a gig i reckon yeah. fuels a lot of people substance abusing because it does i we want to keep for me at least let me speak for myself without anyone else is i'm feeling this energy and this high and i can't come down from it so i might as well yeah. keep riding it and sometimes I That's found the booze was a good way to bring me down as well, like to sort of suppress those emotions. Yep. And alcohol actually breaks it, interestingly. I read this in right. Billy, um, in, uh, what's the Scottish guy? Uh, William Wallace, his book. Billy, Billy. Um, no, Billy no, Wallace. Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. Yay. Billy Connolly. In his book that his wife wrote, and she spoke a lot about that. Which book? That, um, the one about sex. You know, just he'd be on this high and he couldn't come down off it and be be buzzing and whatever. And the only thing that would calm him down was a bit of you know a bit of a, a whiskey or whatever. And right. that and then she found out that what happens is and I remember Dave Grant telling me this that adrenaline turns to cortisol, cortisol, yep. which is a chemical, right? And that stays in your body if you're the cortisone stays in your body, it uh, can attribute to putting on weight. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it basically I was slows down fat burning. Eight yeah. when I started. <laughs> you were eight years old when you started? No, I was, well, I was actually fairly slim when I yeah, first started. Yeah. Uh, Beverly, one of the things that we talk a lot about yeah. here on the Fitbit pod is about... Uh, uh, body body issues, body image issues. And, uh, you know, I know I personally had a lot of stuff around, you know, taking my shirt off in public and things like that. And I'm always yeah. in awe of, uh, of, of uh, someone like you who has so much confidence about your physicality over the years. So since from a young age, you told, you told me from a young age, yeah. you were very much comfortable in your own skin. Is that something that you always had? Yeah. Or did you have to like... Well, my father was a nudist. My father was a naturist. Right. So we used to go swimming in the nude all the time. And we just walked around the house nude. So I've, we've never had, I've never had issues with um, my body at any age. You know, we talk about racism and stuff like that. There's also ageism. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Ageism is really, uh, it's a shit thing where a lot of older women especially 
don't feel comfortable with their age. And uh-huh. and I've I've just here I am. This is your your age, you know, your wrinkles and everything just define how long you've been alive. Mm. It's like a privilege to grow old, isn't it? Yeah. And then I just decided to work it into my comedy, you know. I developed, I had a, a thyroid condition come in, which is, I don't know if you know about a hyperthyroidism. And, and when did you find out about that thyroid condition? Uh-huh. And uh, you, you can become very sluggish and very sedentary because you have to sleep a lot. Right. Right. So I had to deal with that. So I went from a very slim person to, uh, you know, putting on weight. So I just had to deal somehow. So, and this was partway through my comedy career. Thyroid condition, yeah. And some, it's the other way. They get really thin. That's hyper, but I'm hypo. So it's it's called Hashimoto's. And... um, and then with the adrenaline mixed in on top and the cortisol and the cortisol or whatever, um, yeah, just this chronic weight gain. And, uh-huh. and it was just when I met Tony, my husband. <laughs> right. So right. it's, you know, it, it's Tony's fault. Yeah, he's a feeder. He gave you... He gave you thyroid. What do you do in terms of... Uh, in, uh, uh, fitness aspect of things is there a thing that you do at all did you do, you do like i go up shopping and i haul a lot of shit home uh it's very heavy <laughs> <laughs> it's got my shopping arm look, at that. You, look at that you burn the calories yeah yeah right and no because that and going back to the body image thing it's something that you know i think i've admitted on the podcast as well like even as i started losing weight and I started to see more stretch marks on my body. I was getting annoyed yeah. at those. Like it was almost like I could never be happy with what I yeah. looked like because con- my brain was finding new things to shame itself. That's about, right. You know? I don't think we're ah, ever so going to the- be happy with ourselves, are we? You know? Speak for yourself, so, guys. Like Speak for yourself. I am an Adonis. I am Tom Selleck <laughs> in the 2000s. That is what I am. I in the 2000s after his career started going yeah, down. After he blew out. <laughs> right. After he did, yeah, after yeah, he did yeah, every yeah. cop show but under the, the sun. Thing, yeah. It was Magnum B I G. <laughs> You're very good at what you do. The interesting no, thing is. No, in you just a oh, magnum pie. Oh. Meat pie. Magnum Sorry. pie. <laughs> um, the interesting thing in my lifetime as a an actor comedian is that I became part of this show called Busting Out, which was all about body and Oh yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, and expressing uh, you know, your womanhood with your boobs and just being who you are. So that was just the perfect show for me for where I was at because I put on all this weight and then because I did the show for so many years and so many so it's a very physical show I actually started losing weight huh. so yeah, it's, right. it's an interesting paradox right but yeah can you tell tell our listeners about busting out a bit yeah uh busting out is all about um ownership of your breasts that they're not um, just for advertising or for sexual, you know, they're not, they're ours and that we can make fun of them. So we do tip tricks and uh, shadow puppets 
and we write songs about them and we just have fun with our tits. So it's um, just an average and, uh, yeah, Sunday afternoon the... in the Bev Killick household. Oh, look, my this apartment that I'm in, I tell my kids, is built on dicks from Puppetry and the Penis, yes. tits, siggies from this f- fabulous ad that I did, and we. Oh, really? And we. Dicks, tits, siggies, and we. Siggies and we. Yeah. Where does the weed? Oh, wait. When you say you mean we as in urine. Yeah. Right. No, I heard weed and I thought pot. Um, And I thought, where did you advertise pot? Like marijuana? Where were you advertising? Where were you a dealer? That's where my mind first. Where were you? You, You're going to the op shop, uh, garbage bags full of clothes. It was just big ounces of weed that you just shipped around St Kilda selling it to Israeli backpackers. We know what you're up to, Bev. We know what you're up to. Um, yeah, I think to finish up, yeah, let's talk about incontinence Australia. Yes. Tell us, tell the yes, listeners about that whole experience. Me. They wanted someone in their 50s who was a comedian who didn't mind talking about we. And they were at this meeting and about five people on this board just went, Bev Killick. So my, yeah, mm. it was across the board. And then, and then I did it and I wrote the ads and... And I thought you were going to say that they said, I came in, had a chat while I was talking, accidentally wet myself, got the job. <laughs> That's right. It pretty much could have happened like that, Ben. <laughs> so is that, they, is that they, something they you've would suffered? They me to the gym. It is something I've suffered all my life. So can you break that down? Is that after? Was is that is that because I've become fascinated in the world of pelvic flooring, and I'm just curious: is that something that happened after childbirth? Yeah, that stayed around. Definitely, definitely. So I've had childhood issues because I didn't want to go to toilets because I was scared of going to toilets. Right. So I just pee myself instead of actually going. But then, and then as a teenager, if I laughed really loud. I'd pee myself. Right. So it was just like this. I mean, we all do. Do you do it? Do you laugh? No, I shit myself when I laugh. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, not laugh. Sorry. When I, when I orgasm. (laughs) 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 No, that's messy. But no, see, no. I find that interesting because today, just right like hours before we recorded this podcast, toilet training my son, right? And he's kind of got the hang of it, but he was on the couch and he goes, Daddy, I had an accident. And we're like, oh, I'll tell you. And I said to him, I was like, why didn't you? Like, did you? He goes, I, I needed to go to the toilet, but I didn't want to go. So I just did it here. Yeah, because it was too busy. No, he, no, he, he consciously just went, I think I'll just go here. Like, I was like, you can't do that. And he's like, I know that now. But at the time, yeah. it felt right. <laughs> so I'm just. But it takes a while. Yeah. You know? well, I... It takes a while. It's like kids are just like, I don't know, they get the message in the brain that they have to go. But sometimes mm. they're too busy and they don't want to miss out. And that, I think that's what it was for me too. Yeah. You have a fear of missing out. So you, you hold, hold on. on. We, we might have. Busted. We, we might have a few listeners why they don't know anything about it or maybe might be going through it by themselves, not being able to comfortably talk about it. Yeah. So, so do you mind explaining to us so uh, the work that you've done with Incontinence Australia, what it was, but also, sure. also what is it that you've learned about the particular situation? Are there ways to, to, you know, uh, uh, to control it or anything like that? Well, they sent me off to a physio 
And that was me saying, look, if I'm going to be the ambassador for this, I want to get better so right. that I can explain. So I went off to a physio and she gave me the whole test and everything, which was, you know, not as daunting as you'd think it would be. She was so lovely. And then I, then she taught me how to do pelvic floor exercises correctly. Right. And I'd realised that I was doing them wrong. So you've got to hold, right, and then yep. punch and then hold for another five seconds and then Very release. common exercise. So it's like if you're so trying to hold, squeeze, hold, yep. release. So it's like imagining if you were it? trying to hold back your pee, is that what you mean by saying hold? Like well, it's like even you've if got you... a, It's like, okay, so men have got a pelvic floor as well. So this is something people don't realise. Men have a pelvic floor. So it's not just women. Um, so you imagine that you're holding something just up, like up. Yep. Yep, yep, like yep. Just imagine your ass is trying to hold something in. I'm doing it right yeah. now. I mean, imagine it's Ben's penis. And it really feels, there's an awkward feeling. There should be an awkward there, here feeling. Here it is. I'm very right. large. Yep, yep, yep. You're pushing that awkward feeling. I'm looking at your face, Jill. I can yeah. tell you're doing it. As I'm holding. Yeah, I totally um, am. So I promise hold, you I am. What's the next step? <laughs> you're going to hold it for yep. five seconds. Five, push through that open feeling and then release. Three, two, one. Uh, release. Five. Now you've got to do it 10 times. Right, right. It's, it's actually like really hard. The gym, right? It is hard because it feels weird. Yeah, feels unnatural it to hold it in for that long. Yeah. And then you've got to do it in different positions. Oh. So right. laying down, sitting down, yeah, standing up. And you do reps like you're at a gym. I love the idea. Right. So I haven't been doing mine lately, which is why I wet myself earlier. Yeah, right. So you haven't been doing them. <laughs> this is not, well, I'm a not great... the ambassador this year. <laughs> so it's like as long as I'm the ambassador, I'll do my pelvic floor. But if not, let's piss uh, on it's the floor. Also, time off. Time off. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you something really funny. Go, Bev. I was looked at as a brand ambassador on the back of the Continents Foundation. We, we reached 88 million, right? Amazing. That's amazing, yeah. On the back of that, because I've been on the project and whatever else talking about it, a brand wanted me to be their spokesperson for a health drink. Yeah, right? wow. So it was all about coming out of coronavirus lockdown and getting healthy again. So I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with that. So my agent put together a figure, right? And then I reckon this is what's happened. The client has gone, I might just have a little Google search. Right. And what? And I've come across some YouTube videos of me going, (laughs) 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 whatever, up to no good. And they've just gone, no fucking way. (laughs) From your stand-up, you mean, or just... (laughs) Out and about. Yeah, I reckon they've looked at my stand-up and just gone, she's not the ambassador for right, us. Right, she's right, not right. Or, uh, or they looked drink. at the figure and went, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> the, um, that's so fucking funny. Like, I, 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 we talked about this. I, my dream is to one day be an ambassador for KFC. 
if I can get that. That was kicked. amazing. <laughs> yes, I, I I love that product so He's much. And it's, oh, like I got yeah, exactly. I got offered the first time uh, a, a free sportswear. I haven't come across that one. That was uh, Dills had that oh, a fair bit. Shit. Uh, I haven't had that, yeah. and I was like, uh, we'd like you to wear the following and take some photos. Uh, haven't done it, but it was yeah. nice to get the offer. <laughs> That's amazing. That's incredible. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, we need to start wrapping up. Bev Killick, uh, tell us a, uh, to All finish right. up. What? Tell us about the project that you're working on with this uh, with Angus, and where can people find information about it? Sure. Um, he found me. He's a bit of a fan. I had no idea. He's only 22. He's a Golden Guitar oh. nominee. He's played in Nashville, Grand Ole Opry, whatever. And he was supposed to be touring right now in the states. And he's he's decided to put this comedy album together. So we've got we've we've started writing songs together. We've written one called um, "If I Was Dave Hughes." Brilliant! Oh, really? And we showed it to Dave today. He came around, he came over, and we showed him. Oh, loved it, and he loved it. Um, we've got Pete Rose song. We've got Jeff Green. We've got Ross Noble. Jeff Nicky Green. Osborne, yes. Andrew Jeff Green. Right. And we tried to get you, Dill. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff Green. He's done a rap about his cat. No I, way. He used to, no way. He used to do that on stage, yeah? Um, I think he talked about his cat, but no, this is really clever. Yeah. And right. I do, I, I come in as uh, the voice of the cat. Brilliant. Okay. So I'm the cat voice. Yeah, and no. so. Wow. Oh, great oh Jesus. <laughs> that is horrendously funny. I love it. That that went through my ear. So it's launching on the twenty eighth of August. Of August. August. Okay. Um. So I'll just invite you can come along to the VIP launch. Hello. Oh, fingers crossed. We're all allowed out and about by then. Uh, Yeah. And and online, Bev. Uh, you've got your Facebook and and Instagram. Yeah. I kind of know how to do it. <laughs> I think I think it's a safe bet. Just Google Bev Killick, and then you'll find most of uh, all the yeah, information yeah, yeah. you need. And you might find video but clips of why she can't me. do a health, health thing. <laughs> but if people book me now, I'm only working in my UGG boots. So oh, really? Like I don't do high heels anymore. Oh, really? What was the yeah, decision behind that? I'm done. With, I'm done. So even on those ships, when oh, the ships Rona, come back, Rona. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, fair enough. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Bev, uh, I'm just a... not getting fancy anymore. Anymore? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Bev, so lovely to get a chance to chat to you. Thank you so much for coming oh, along too, guys. And, and sharing all of that. Uh, listeners, uh, you can uh, find us, you know, the usual places. Uh, go follow Bev on her social media. Uh, we've got our Patreon, patreon.com slash fitbedpod. Yes. Uh, we've got uh, we've got some really great, uh, lovely listener feedback for all the Patreon episodes that we've been putting out. People seem to be digging the special interest uh, chats. Uh, ben Lomas comic on, on uh, social media. I'm Dilruk J. Uh, yeah, and check out uh, Amazon Prime. That sounds like Ben Lomas comic. Ben, ben, ben Lomas comic. Ben Lomas comic. Ben Lomas comic. 
Ben Lomas coughing is what that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah. But, yeah, Amazon Prime uh, and LOL <laughs> Australia. Uh, uh, ben, you watched the first two episodes of La- La- Last One Laughing. It's and, yeah, very entertaining. It. Very entertaining. So if you haven't checked that out, yeah. do check Dill out on uh, Amazon LOL. Uh, but we have uh, really appreciate this chat, Bev. Uh, thank you for being so honest oh, thanks, and guys. open and uh yeah. we will all see go you enjoy that week go enjoy that that dart that you've been waiting to smoke <laughs> since you spoke <laughs> yeah i better change the bed okay i better go uh, change the bed you're a legend Beth. take care <laughs> thanks bye, bye. 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 bye.